Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches. Fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of Friends, I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another ClickUp case study episode. Today, we are chatting with Katerina Mello, who is a luxury travel content creator, photographer, entrepreneur, and online educator. To start us off, before we dive into all things ClickUp, I would love for you to just tell everybody a little bit about yourself, talk about what it is you do, your story, how you got started. You literally, we were just talking before we started recording, vicariously living through you and all your amazing travel lately. So I'm going to hand the reins to you and let you chat a little bit about yourself and your journey. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me here. I am so excited to be talking about a little bit about my business, but all things click up and how that really changed my business. So my name is Katerina Mello. I am a full-time travel creator and online educator. So when people ask me about my business, I always say that it's kind of having two different businesses. There's two very different sides to it. One is the luxury travel influencer side, where I get to create travel content for my, my audience, get paid to travel the world, which is a dream, and work with brands I love, hotels, airlines, etc., to promote their products and services to my audience. The other side of my business is the online educator side, where I help aspiring and micro creators build a successful influencer career. So they can too do what they love for a living. And that's mainly through my online course, the Influencer Master Course, but also through a newsletter, a separate Instagram account focused on educational content, etc. And kind of how I got here. So I was stuck in a corporate job that was, I thought it was my dream job. I worked at Google for a few years, for six years, actually. And before joining Google, that just sounded like that, the dream job. And I was checking off all those boxes on like what a perfect life on paper is and I just found myself really uninspired and unhappy in my office cubicle and I just wanted to travel the world and do things I loved and be with my family when they wanted me to be there or needed me for some reason and not just have two weeks off of vacation every year and just live for the weekends. So that's when I started looking for like, okay, what can I do that will allow me to live that dream life? And I thought of being a travel content creator. So I started creating content online and it took off. I studied every single account I could find on like, okay, what are they doing right? What are they doing that's not working? So I can mimic that, kind of paired it with my professional background in marketing at Google and yeah, grew my account from there. And after a couple of years, I realized that I was getting more DMs asking me about, okay, how do I get this life? Then I was getting, oh, how many days should I spend in Egypt? So it's like, wait, like there's a way more people interested in that than my actual, like the travel itself. People want to just live more and like go out there. And not everyone was about travel. People just wanted to do whatever they love for a living. Sometimes it's not travel. It's styling outfits or it's growing indoor plants in their apartment. It's whatever it is, like they want to do their passion and not something unfulfilling. So that's when I saw the gap in the market. And when I started too, there were no courses. 
today there's so many coaches out there too, just with free content that did not exist in 2017. So I had no help. I knew no one, like I didn't know a single person who was a content creator. So I just didn't really have a community to rely on or people to talk to. And years later, I was like, okay, well, now it's my opportunity to help people there where I was at that point, but give them that community, give them a blueprint of what they need to do and give them that support. So yeah, one side of the business kind of led to the other and here I am. I was, as you were saying, like there was no coaches or, you know, any types of content like that. When you started in 2017, I was like, man, that was the year that I started my business. And it was brutal trying to figure out how to get into the remote space, because I feel like that was kind of like when this push for people wanting to get just feel more fulfilled in their day-to-day life and what they're doing. Cause that's what pushed me out the door of my corporate job. I was tired of sitting in a cubicle doing pushing paperwork, doing stuff that wasn't, you know, fulfilling to me. And yeah, that was the same year that I started my business and it was, it's completely different space now compared to what it was back then. So, so yeah, I can definitely resonate with that and like trying to really struggle. I mean, figuring out how to do it on your own was really, really hard. Now there's all kinds of information and amazing people like you that are here to help people do exactly what it is that, you know, I was looking for support with, you know, five years ago. How do I start making a living online? How am I able to be location independent? How do I step away from the corporate nine to five? Or how do I just be able to step away and travel when I want to and and just build a life around the lifestyle that I want versus what I'm being told I have to have because that's what society has said we were supposed to do for years and years and years so yeah exactly and now it's a little more normal like almost everyone knows at least one person who's not following that yes we were told to do anymore but not that long ago that was really uncommon like I really don't know a single person and I didn't even understand well not even brands at that point they weren't really working with influencers and creators everything was just at the very beginning so it was a lot of uncharted territory and like learning on your own and doing things wrong and figuring it out. Yes. A ton of doing things wrong. That was definitely yeah. definitely me. A ton of doing things wrong and pivoting and starting over. And yeah, it's always a work in progress, but I guess that's just life of an entrepreneur. And I think it's something that we're, we're seasoned to now, but it still comes with a lot of up and downs. So, well, I know we were chatting before uh, we started recording that it's been almost a year now. It'll be a year in April since we did your ClickUp setup. And I know that prior to working with us, you know, you guys were having a little bit trouble collaborating and coordinating and planning as a team. So I'm curious, what was the moment that you decided that you needed more support in your business around systems? And what were you really hoping to gain from a ClickUp setup? Yeah. So I think the moment I realized I needed help was when I started hiring people and growing my team, but realized I was getting less done with more people on the team. And I was like, wait, I just hired all these people. How are we not getting more done than I was when it was just me? I was like, what's going but what's wrong here and really it was it was a bunch of things but it was just me being the bottleneck on everything so I was literally paying people to just sit and not do the job they wanted to do because I was they needed me to approve things or give them certain information and the information piece too was a big, big issue. We were constantly, or I was constantly looking for specific pieces of information over and over again, because someone on my team needed something like, oh, what is your 
the code for your brand colors. And like someone asked the other day, was that another person on the team that needed it? Or it was a vendor that needed it or a fourth person on the team. And I was constantly like, okay, let me find that PDF with my brand colors. Let me copy this and paste this person. So it was like this constant, like doing the same repeating work all of the time and being the bottleneck. And I was like, okay, this is broken. <laughs> we need, we need like a, a hub for our team. We need a process. We need to be able to collaborate better because too, like we were constantly asking each other for the status of things because we didn't have a task or a place we could go and see, oh, this is the status of this task, you know, without asking people. Yeah. And I know uh, one of the specific focuses that we had for your setup was, you know, making sure that the back end operations of your business were built out and systemized so that you and your team could, you know, avoid that putting fires out mode situation. I know like reactive versus proactive. And a lot of the times we get stuck in reactive mode. It happens to all of us. And we've been there too at times and being able to really focus on driving the business forward and prioritizing larger projects. So can you tell us a little bit more about how having ClickUp set up has allowed you and your team to refocus on those those projects and goals that have been moving your business forward? Because I know a lot of the times, I think every business owner falls victim to this is we kind of get stagnant or neglect the back end of our own business because we're either so busy in client work or serving other people that we neglect our own business. And I'll never forget one time I was, it was like 2019, I was in super burnout mode for my business. And somebody said to me, Courtney, if you had a baby, would you neglect your baby to take care of somebody else's? I was like, well, no, that's ridiculous. I would never do that. <laughs> that's silly. And they're like, well, that's what you're doing. Like you're so inundated with client work and taking care of everybody else. Your business has gotten to a point where it's suffering, right? And it's hard to get out of that like hamster wheel of going, going, going when you're so busy with everything else. So how do you really feel like that's helped again to like push those projects and initiatives forward in your business versus where it was previously? Oh yeah, it has streamlined every single process in our business, honestly, and in so many different ways, it has saved me and my team time so that we can finally focus on on those things. So one example is the information, for example, that I was mentioning before that we were constantly, people were constantly asking me now with our team hub, I have all of that information that people were constantly asking me and I'm always adding some new things there then now they know to just go there and get that information and move forward with the project. Because sometimes just one little piece of thing they need to know to be able to move forward with a task, right? So they now can go get the information and continue their work. And before they were waiting on me to go find that information. And I was just overwhelmed with answering questions the whole day for the whole team. And I wasn't getting anything done. A lot of recurring tasks and processes too were being forgotten or we were doing them late or we're stressed about it because we didn't really have a way to like a reminder system or like automations to even make us stop doing everything manually. So with a with a ClickUp setup, we did it like all of those things became so much more automated. And I know I'm not going to forget to do XYZ that I need to do monthly because that task just magically pops in my in my to do list on ClickUp. So a lot of stress too, like that I would spend time just stressing <laughs> instead of working. What am I forgetting? Like what information do we lose through all of this back and forth on WhatsApp, for example? And now I know everything is there and nothing is getting lost. And all of that has just given me so much more time back that I can finally focus on like the vision for the company and new products and new things that I want to do. 
I love hearing that, but because it's truly like the end goal, right? All of us as business owners started our business for a reason. It's typically like a passion project or something that we just love and it's really fulfilling. And then as the business scales and grows, we become inundated with all the the back-end tasks that it takes to actually run a business. And we get further and further away from feeling like it's a passion project because that's happening. And so being able to, like you said, offload some of this stuff, being able to delegate, stopping the bottleneck, you're able to focus more on those passion projects, like maybe introducing a new course or adding uh, new modules to your course like you're doing. So, and I know marketing, like you mentioned earlier, was, it's a huge piece of your business. I mean, that's really, I mean, you're marketing your brand, yourself, other companies. And so I know that was a big focus during our setup as well. So do you feel like ClickUp has helped streamline the marketing perspective or content creation in general? And what, what has your, been your favorite part about your new marketing process inside of ClickUp? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's my favorite space on all of the ClickUp spaces we created. It really is the content creation part because I mean, I'm posting every day and now I'm posting on two accounts and, and then TikTok as well. So it's just it's so much content being produced. And before I had a, a video editor and now I have a social media manager too. And it was just so so many posts and videos in version one and two and three going back and forth on WhatsApp. And how do I give feedback on 20 different videos on WhatsApp? In, like it becomes a mess, right? Everything gets lost and we can't really be efficient. We were always doing things last minute or would reply the feedback for one video, but then she already sent me another one. So it's like, where is this feedback for? It was just such a mess and it was taking us so much time. We didn't really have a place for all of that to live or a process. And with the very customized space we created for, for like my content creation, that is now runs so smoothly. And now that I have a social media manager onboarded too, it has just made this so much easier for her to, to know, oh, okay, this is the status of this video edit. Like she can comment, she knows where things are. We can assign things back and forth in a much, much easier way and nothing gets lost, a lot less back and forth, sometimes just one round of reviews and before it would be like five because things would get lost. So that's definitely my favorite part of everything we did on ClickUp. And I, as you were saying, you know, I've got three accounts basically that, you know, between TikTok and your two IG accounts that you're managing and all these content, I'm overwhelmed by my one and I post literally a fraction of the amount that you do. So you are number one, superwoman already for putting out as much content as you do. And I was going to actually say, when you were talking about video editing, the videos that you've been putting out have been so, so awesome with the transitions that you've been doing. I don't know how you even think or plan to do stuff like that. That's the, you know, the content, the the creative side of content for me just like totally goes over my head. So it's been so cool seeing you just evolve over the past couple of years in terms of the content that you're putting out there and growing and just staying ahead of trends, I think is a good way to put it because I feel like you really set the pace for trends with the content that you're producing. It's always, you know, sometimes when you get on Instagram or TikTok, you see a lot of the same stuff. And I feel like you've done such a good job, like staying ahead of everybody and producing content that feels fresh. So I just wanted to say that I've literally, I love like the content that you put out there because you do keep, keep the creativity to it. If that makes sense. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you saying that. 
Yeah, it's it's amazing. So you and your team are doing a great job. I just wanted to, yeah, just say that because the other day you posted, I don't remember which reel it was, but the transition was amazing. Like, how do people even do that? That's like editing magic. I didn't even know lived out in the world. So it's really, really amazing what you guys are doing. And then I know, obviously, we you're a big traveler. That's what you do for a living. And how many countries do you have? Do you keep track? I'm sure how many countries you've been to so far? Yeah, I think 56 now. 56 countries. Wow. That is amazing. I was proud of my 15, but 56 is up there. That is absolutely incredible. And I think that, you know, that was one thing that we wanted to make sure when we were building your setup is making sure that it was accommodating for you to work as you traveled, right? Because that's a big thing too. You're collaborating with team members that are in different time zones and you're working maybe odd hours and on and off the grid. Maybe you, I mean, some of the locations that you go to, I'm sure Wi-Fi access is hard. And, and so how have you found ClickUp has done in supporting you and your team, even when you're on the go or on the other side of the world? Hey there, quick interruption here. As an online business owner, email marketing is really a hot topic that can cause a whole lot of stress, but building an email list has been such a vital part of my business. And I've been able to keep it stress-free with active campaign. Active Campaign is an email marketing platform with a whole lot of capabilities for all stages of your business. I personally use Active Campaign for email marketing because it's simple but efficient. I use it to send out monthly newsletters, automatically send subscribers our freebies and more. They also have incredible automation capabilities that allow me to have a worry-free email marketing system. Do yourself a favor, check out Active Campaign by going to the link below in the show notes to get started today. Now back to the show. Oh yeah, so I think one of the things we did that has helped a lot, uh, not when I'm on the go, but just as planning, is we created a travel calendar. So I can log when I'm traveling, where I am, when I'm planning to be where. And just that alone has helped the team plan on like, okay, Katarina is going to be traveling this week. And I always leave some notes as like, if I will be very available or poor Wi-Fi or kind of what I expect, or if it's just TBD, but like this tentative dates, I might be gone in the like the days that I'm actually flying. So it has helped the team plan around that so much if they need specific approvals or if they need to meet with me before I go or to make sure they have everything they need for the next two weeks, if I'm going to be gone before I would always forget to tell people because I'm just gone so much or just so many things happen last minute where like my team would always say, okay, like you asked me when I first joined, where are you in the world? Are you home? So yep. my team Because <laughs> I'm not always posting live too. If a trip is super busy, sometimes I'm posting when I get back. So no one really knew where I was and what time zone and uh, when to reach out to me. So I think the travel calendar alone was this one simple thing we did that has allowed the team to plan so much better and know what they need in advance before I go on a trip. So that's that's one thing. And I think overall, just because collaborating now is so much easier. I love when I'm gone for a week and I come back and I see all of these tasks and things that happened without me there, because now they can like talk to each other and figure out what the status of tasks are and collaborate so much better. And again, find a lot of, a lot of information that before they were relying on me for and the, the business can run without me being online or being in the same time zone all of the time. So that has helped immensely. That's amazing. And I know you mentioned that you, you have a social media manager now, so your team is obviously 
grown since our setup last April. So do you feel like your team has felt pretty confident as far as onboarding into ClickUp? Like, were they able to pick up on it pretty easily? Were there any snafus in terms of, Hey, this is a little confusing. Like, how do you think that experience has been for your team with ClickUp? No, I think it's been great. We, one of the things I love that we did is we had this conversation about how I was planning on expanding my team. And we actually built things already for two, this two roles that I hired. So when they came in, it was already built thinking of them existing. So it was a pretty smooth onboarding for them. We did make, as we like started working together, we made a few like changes to statuses and things, but overall, like it's basically what we had built and it was super easy for them to onboard. And especially because we've been working on putting a lot of SOPs there that too has helped the team when I'm gone or when they're onboarding to kind of learn processes and things without having to wait for me to jump on a call and walk them through how to do it. So yeah, it's been really great for them to onboard. And the answer I get when new people join and see the ClickUp is like, wow, I've never seen a business that's so organized. And I'm like, it's not me. (laughs) It wasn't me. I'm not organized. That makes my day. I'm so happy that that's amazing. And I like, you know, you kind of, you mentioned, you know, we'll make tweaks and changes, which is also, you know, ClickUp is, it can be overwhelming because it is a very robust tool. There's lots of bells and whistles and all kinds of things that you can do with it. But I think the thing is, is what you're, I'm sure doing as your business grows and evolves is you're able to customize it so much for your business's current needs. And like you said, like we built your setup to scale. Like we built it with the intention of growth and new team members coming in and its ability to continue to evolve, I think is one thing that sets it apart from a lot of other platforms because of its level of customization, like how you can manipulate, you know, a project to function as a project management list, or maybe like a spreadsheet or a table or a metrics tracker and different ways that you can manipulate it too, for different people's learning styles. Like I'm sure you have people on your team that are more visual and need to see kind of things more in board view. And maybe some people that are more checklist oriented or like to, to kind of, you know, check things off as they go. So I think that it does a really good job in team, both for those, you know, for both of those reasons. So I'm really happy to hear that like team didn't have any hiccups, you know, migrating in and getting used to everything and that people are evolving the setup based on their needs or their workflows, you know, as they're getting used to everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think my social media manager was the one that that was really impressed by the setup. And she was like, wow, there are all these questions and things that I was going to need to bug you for. And it's all here and organized and so much easier for me to just get my job done and like understand your business, get the things I need. And I was like, yeah, I know this is such a lifesaver to have the setup. Good. I love that. And I know you mentioned um, that the marketing space was like your, your favorite area in ClickUp, but what advice would you give somebody that's on the fence about diving into a ClickUp setup? Oh my God, just do it. Um, I think the, the amount of time it will save you from a lot of admin tests and just wasted time on the operations of your business with the automations that you're going to get to to see done in your space and the way you're going to collaborate better with team members. And even if it's just you, honestly, I wish I had done this before I even had someone on my team because I'm not an organized person myself. I'm actually very messy. So like having a space that makes it super easy for my business to be organized and running smoothly gives me so much peace of mind. And so I can use my time and just, just peace of mind to focus on growing my business and people and serving my customers and creating like helpful content to my audience. So I can't like 
I can't express how much this has helped the business and has helped free my time so I can focus on other things. And it has paid for itself uh, multiple times <laughs> over for sure. Good. Um, and you know, a lot of, I just had a call before this episode that we're recording, um, with somebody that was talking about the exact same thing. She's getting ready to hire a team member. And that's honestly like, she's in the small percentage I'd say of people that come to us proactively, like before they have a team before like everything kind of gets chaotic, because I think a lot of the times in remote businesses, people either start them as side hustles or they don't really anticipate them growing very quickly. And then they do, and there's no systems built in place to support scaling or growth. So then things happen like they're not able to take on more clients because they don't have the systems in place to do so, or they lost capacity or they can't hire a team member because they don't have the systems in place to, to train somebody and everything's like you said, up in their head and they're the bottleneck. And so a lot of the times we'll have clients come at that, you know, phase in the process where like they've already grown and scaled and everything's chaotic. And then we'll have like a small percentage of people I'd say that come like proactively, like I don't have a team yet. I don't do this, but you know, I do know these are my intentions for growing this year and get those systems in place prior to onboarding, which obviously that's like the ideal scenario, but that's typically not how it ends up working out for people. So all that to be said is, you know, even if you do have a team, even if you are at this place where, you know, everything's kind of running chaotically, we typically, we do our, our setups coincide with whatever you're doing in your business. Like you, you can still fly the plane while we're working on it. Right. Which I wouldn't, obviously it's not something we'd recommend in real life, but that's what we're doing. You're not having to pause your business in order for us to come in and refine. And I think that's where a lot of times people run into an issue because they want to implement systems maybe on their own, but they don't have the time to be able to stop what, what it is that they're working on to take the big focus time that they need to be able to even think of the strategy that they would need in order to actually implement a system in their business, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. And I remember when we did the setup in uh, last April, I think, I was totally expecting him to spend way more time <laughs> in like help, not like actually building the ClickUp uh, setup because of, I don't know how to do that, but in just helping your team or feed information to you. And it was way less time than I imagined. And everything was just, you migrated the things that I already had that they were very messy and at not as I didn't have the company down for a single hour. Right while yeah. you're building the system. So yeah, that was, that was amazing. Awesome. Well, and we just like to ask the fun little question at the end, but what was your favorite part about working with our team? Oh my God, so many things, but <laughs> I think my favorite part was just knowing that I didn't have to do the things that I'm not good at. You know, when you delegate something that's going to take you 10 times more and you're just not going to get it done well. Again, I'm not a very organized person. I don't like, I would hate doing a ClickUp setup, but I love being in a space like that and like not having the stress that my, the, the chaos brings to running a company. So I think just like giving you all of the power and freedom to like, Hey, just do what you think is best for me. Here's all the information about my business. I think that was amazing. And I also loved how you and your team really took the time to understand how I prefer things, how I run my business, how we do things, because a lot of times you buy not on ClickUp specifically, but you buy the things thinking you're going to use but it, you have to completely change your habits and things to actually use and you end up not using it. And the way the ClickUp setup was was created was you guys really took the time to understand my preferences and things and not try to force me into what you think is best, but what you think I will actually use, even if it's not the best solution. So I think that was huge in really having us 
onboarding to click up and stick to it instead of giving up super fast. Yeah, uh, that's so- probably the best thing that you could have said, because that's one of the things that w- what we, we talk to our, well, before they even come pl- become clients on a discovery call, we have that conversation of, we want it to be a collaborative effort because of what you just said, like what may make sense for us and how our brains work or how we think a workflow should be built may not be the same for you, right? Like you maybe have different learning or absorption styles, or you may, you know, may not have foreseen a a workflow to go a certain way. And so it's, we want it to be a collaborative effort. We want to get that feedback because we don't want it to be something that we build and you don't use, right? Like that is the biggest thing. Like you don't want to we want it to be a situation where you're excited to use it because it makes sense for you, because it feels good for you, because we took the time, like you said, to understand your business, how you want things to work and, and, and build it what's best for you and your, and your team and your workflows. And obviously like you, as you know, with anything, you you're flexible as well, because you want to take into account what may work better. And so it's giving you the options and then tweaking it based on your needs for your, for your own business. Yeah, that was, that was just fantastic. Cause that was my fear with investing too. It was like, what if I invested in it? I'm not using, but yeah. because I tailored it to how I already, my brain already functions and the way I already run my company just in a much better way, but still following those preferences and those processes and things, it was super easy for me to move to click up and, and actually use everything that we built. So I think I would say that's my, that was my favorite part about it. That's awesome. And I totally get the weight off the shoulders thing because uh, we're in the process of it, of a big like rebrand, a new website. And could I go in and update my website with all the new branding and everything? Yes. But my goodness, I just did not have the time or the brain space or capacity to even do that. And so I outsourced my website for the first time in five years. And it was like the biggest weight off my shoulders ever. I was, it was probably, I was so glad that I did that because now I just feel like I have all this time for all these other projects and my website is in the background getting built and I didn't have to touch a thing. So I totally get that too. That's totally like a, a solopreneur to CEO shift. That's hard, yes. kind of hard in the beginning. Cause it's like a lot of things. I was like, why am I going to hire someone if I can do this myself? But it's yeah. like, well, you can't, but you shouldn't be doing it. Cause there's all this other things that you should be doing that you're good at that's in your zone of genius just let someone else do the other things even though yeah you could technically watch a bunch of YouTube tutorials and figure things out but it doesn't mean it's what you should be doing so that shift took a while for me too from being just me to having a team now yeah it was one of the things working with you guys was one of those moments Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. And it has been such, you know, a pleasure talking to you again today, like, you know, catching back up after almost a year. If anybody that's listening wants to get in contact with you or wants to learn more about your course or how to get started, where should they go? Yeah. So I have two Instagram accounts. So if you are interested in more of the travel side of things, it's professional traveler pretty easy. Now I've just launched a new uh, Instagram account where I'm going to be focusing more on the educational content for my students and aspiring creators and micro creators. And that's at Katarina Mello. So my first and last name, also super easy. And then that's the same across all of the other social media networks, TikTok, YouTube, etc. And then my website is currently under construction. We are launching a new website, but we'll be up soon. And that's the KatarinaMello.com. And if you want to learn more about my course, the Influencer Master Course, you can find that through the links in my bio on Instagram, or you can go to InfluencerMasterCourse.com. 
Amazing. And for everybody listening, we'll make sure to link all of that in the show notes. So you guys have quick and easy access to get in contact with her. But again, thank you so much for joining us today. And with every episode, we like to wrap it up with some fun rapid fire questions. So are you ready for your questions? I am. Okay. This one would be impossible for me to answer, but what is your favorite meal? Ooh, uh, breakfast. Breakfast. Okay. Oh, this is okay. I'm going to ask it. What is your favorite or top three favorite places you've traveled to so far? Okay. Can. Thanks for asking top three, but I cannot pick just one. Okay. So, at least top three. Yeah, we'll do three. Um, I have a little bit of recency bias, but I w- I'm going to say I love Italy. It just has so much to offer. It's the best combo of everything. And I just came back from Oman. And honestly, that completely blew all of my expectations it's so incredible and quickly climbed to be one of my favorite countries ever and I also absolutely loved South Africa South Africa okay I've been to Italy twice and I I feel like I loved Italy so much like the I mean the food alone I could like just go there to eat number one but just like the culture is amazing like I just felt like with the food too like everybody use just actual real ingredients, which, you know, here in the States, like it's hard to come by these days, apparently just to find like actual homemade food (laughs) and the food there. I've just blown away every single time. I swear I would, I'd be happy with going to gain 20 pounds. And those things taste incredible. It's so crazy. Yeah. I think Italy has amazing wine, amazing culture, amazing history, amazing nature, uh, amazing food, amazing ice cream, amazing. So many things. I'm like, why would I go anywhere else? Like, I know. Are great for history, but not for the rest. Or yeah. the Italy just has everything. It's uh, I just love going to Italy. Yeah, that's why I've been twice. Because every time a trip comes up, I'm like, should I try somewhere new and risk it? Or should I go where I know mm-hmm. I'm really going to love? <laughs> so it's like, do I just go back? Go almost every year. I'm going again for five weeks in May. So I'm really excited. Oh my gosh. So excited for you. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be vicariously again, living through you and your eating adventure. So please make sure to share lots of whatever you're eating because that's the best part. So, okay. And then I normally ask what's your dream travel location, but I feel like you've probably been to it or if not, what's maybe a lot of dreams. I, my, I, I want to go to almost every country in the world. I think currently very high on my list is Australia. Australia. Okay. Australia. And then when you're not working and traveling, what is something that you like to do to spend your time? Photography is one of them. Um, even though that is my work, yeah. I also love doing it just for fun, I guess. Um, and like those photos that I take when I'm just home or walking around, I, I never actually share anywhere. It's just for me. Um, so that's that's one thing or reading too okay and then last question is what was the first career that you dreamed of as a kid like what did you want to be when you grow up I was just telling a friend the other day I wanted to be the president (laughs) okay (laughs) there's still time there's still time I'm (laughs) like yeah very easy dreams right like yeah totally I also wanted to be a princess so it was both like I wanted to probably Um, marry one of the two princes of England, but yeah. well, other people didn't work. Yeah. say that one <laughs> might've slipped by you. I know. Uh, and then the other one was being the president. So yeah. Well, two very prestigious roles and goals for yourself. So, but Hey, yeah, president, president is still on the table. We're not going to write that one off yet. Yeah. So funny. 
Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to have you on as, you know, as always, and just catch up. Like I said, for everybody listening, if you want to get in contact with her, we're going to link everything in the show notes for you guys. And Katerina, thank you again uh, for joining us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Yeah. Everybody else, we'll see you guys on next week's episode. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next. Thanks again, and I can't wait to see you next week.